Welcome everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Checkmate Podcast, political podcast by Tenementian Media. So, like, if you don't know, like, let me know if you don't know, if you don't know Iraq, like a big mountain, Jamaica election was called yesterday. Yesterday meaning August the 11th, you understand? And we have been putting out political content since when? February, and we're covered Trinidad election. Understand big of everybody, big of the PNM and, and, and their victory. And we have covered the Guyanese election. We're fight them finally declare a winner. So shout out to them. Understand finally. It's been like months. And Jamaica election card, and you know so we are going deep with that. You understand? And you know say so, as a Jamaican-based media host that is run by youths like Alawi Young. <laughs> um we definitely go end up with this. So for the whole month of August, right up to the 3rd of September, content will be dropped almost every day. Like, it's a promise. Like, every day. Like, let me not say a promise, because people need to sleep too. So, at least three episodes a week. At least. And Understand? So, yeah. We're going we're gonna to start out everybody. Understand? Um, If you're also interested in history, you can check out our Less You Forget podcast. Um, That's a historical podcast. Our last episode dropped this Sunday, and we spoke about... um bonal milk like the nutri bonal milk in schools and we went through like the whole history behind it and how it came from the philippines to jamaica big up dr gilmore anyway she there all right so yeah all of that try to keep the the whole introduction short next thing um we're going to get into is like understand that is election you understand we have our four political parties you understand we have jlp we have pnp we have the JPP, Jamaica Progressive Party. That's the new, newly formed one. And that's the one that's very popular because they are made up of um, men of the church. And then we have the UNC, not Trinidad UNC, Jamaica UNC. Um, they are the United Independence, Independence Congress Commission. Congress. Or something C. But no, it's a United Independence C. Something. Probably going to know about it in an episode. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have those four parties. So you can decide, like... Who you're voting for, you understand? And we have a thing where we're going to cover the 63 constituencies on this podcast. So if you don't know your constituency, if you don't know who I run, if you don't know what I'm do, what I'm talk about, we got you. We have you covered. Understand? So just subscribe and stay tuned and have a niceness. Understand? So we're gonna we're gonna start to know. We're gonna start to know. But before you know who you're voting for, you understand, or where you're voting, understand, or which party you are lying to and all these. First and foremost, you have to understand if you can vote. <laughs> you understand? That's the first thing. Can you vote? How do you vote? Understand the whole voting process. So that's the first thing we're going to touch upon. Understand, because I kind of realize that people are treat this voting thing like, says a bank, like you roll up election day at the constituency office and just vote. Like, you need to register. You understand? So we, what we're going to do is just to go through that and sort out all of that so 
yeah, we're just gonna begin the podcast and look at that four minutes introduction. And I can't chastise me for a long introduction now. All right. So what I'm going to do is just clear up many questions that um I ask persons around and per see on social media and then got in contact with um professionals who answer the questions so I can give you the answers. You understand? So the the first question was like, yo, is it too late to vote? Is it too late too late to register to vote? Um, yeah, it's way too late. <laughs> it's way too late. So the voting, um, the whole voting process is legit like a three month, three to six months process, right? And I'm just going to give like a good two minutes overview of what it entails, right? And it's a whole five step, five step period. So the first step is you have to visit your constituent's office, right? And um, according to the EOJ website, you visit the EOJ office, preferably in your constituency. Constitu- constituents' offices are open from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., Mondays to Thursdays, and 8.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. on Fridays. If you just turn 18, you may be showed, asked to show proof of age, so bring your birth certificate with you um if you don't know your constituency office if you don't know which constituents you're even lying just at us at tenement yard media underscore guys we have social media now so they can't stop at me you understand so it's at tenement yard media underscore and just tell us where you live you understand and we will answer that question for you and give you the address of your constituency office or you can also go to the EJ website and find it out yourself either one um then the step two is at the office, the registration clerk will assist you in filling out a registration record card, also known as the RRC. This form is used to record the elector's demographic information, photograph, and fingerprints. So it's basically like I look for five step minute, you know, you answer some question, blah, blah, blah. Like nothing to it, nothing to it. Just simple, simple business. Then after that, Gangaya Yard, all of this, and wait, wait, yeah. After this now, you're, you're going to fill out an application and an EOJ representative or scrutineers, that the, the word probably pronounced wrong on my part, will visit your residence at a later date to verify the address you gave. The registration process is not complete until your residence has been verified. So, yo, guys, legit, they're going to come in your yard. So, you can't lie. Like, they're going to come in your yard, they're going to inquire and ask if you live there. You understand? So, just make sure you say they're in your yard. Then, after that, once your address has been verified, your application is processed. Your information is verified for accuracy and your fingerprints are cross-matched to ensure there are no duplications. Then the last step is the ID card issued. When the registration process is complete, your name is added to the voter's list and your ID card will be issued, but only after the voter's list has been published. Depending on when you register, this may be May 31st or November 30th. And this is why it's a three to six months process. So... Is that a five-day process? You understand what I said before? It's not a bank where you go in and boom, 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 you get added. No. So if you don't have an ID, if you don't have an, an, an ID, you understand? If you never, let me not say do have an ID. If you're if you not a register, if you never walk in at the people in the office, if the people never come out your yard and verify you, you can't vote. That you, just, you just can't vote. You understand? Sorry, but one of them things in your life, you just, next five years. Understand 2024, 2025. But you can't vote. Um, next question that a lot of persons ask is um, if you haven't renewed your voter's registration card, will you be allowed to vote using the old one? So 
what basically happened is that many persons, majority of the population, have their national ID expiring either 2017 or 2019. Understand? So with an expired ID, can you vote? According to the EOJ, um, yes, you can vote. Understand? You may use the current old voter ID. They are valid until December 2020. So walk with the same old ID with a t with a piece of plastic at the front of tear off. Come I mean, know everybody I go through the same struggles. Just walk go up there and you still can vote. Understand? And also, if you register, you understand, and you never got your car, like register meaning you go to people them office, you fill out the phone, them come on your yard and everything check, but you still haven't gotten your card. EOJ advise persons that the card, I don't think advise is the correct word, told person. EOJ. EOJ issued a statement that no. EOJ said, yeah, let's go with that. EOJ said that the cards will be ready by mid-August for collection. Persons are encouraged to call their constituency office to figure out if them can't really. Get me a driver say, and again, if you don't need a constituency office, at us, at Tenemential Media, underscore, and we will tell you. We will ensure that you go. Um, Next question that was asked, right? Um, If you moved from your residence, right, and you are in another community, can you, like, how you go about that changes? So say you did live in Manchester and you came to UAE for school and instead of going back to Manchester, you end up taking residence in Kingston area, St. Andrew area. Um, how that, I want to change your vote, how that transfer of date goes. So the EAJ basically said that any changes to your current registration info must be done where you are currently registered. Request for a transfer must be done at the constituency office where you live. All right. So all of that, all of that I forgot you, but still it worth it. All right. The next thing and the most important part, right, is if you want to work as an election day worker, you understand, um, the application form for that. That's the next thing too. Um, you're too late. Application then did close from June, <laughs> June 19. Like, to all the persons who got the job, congratulations to you guys. That's great. So, yeah, we'll just walk you through all the questions and all the inquiries if there's an issue when it comes down to voting. Um, if there's any more questions, you can just at EOJ um, on Twitter or, you know, you can at us and we will get the information for you. So, yeah, as you know, our motto, we help people converse with sense. So, we'll just try to make life easier for everybody. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, that, that, that's it. That's my long introduction and my long clearing up. And I, we got in a professional. Because I don't know as people on our podcast will be professional. So just come in and talk and give, answer the questions that we can answer. Come understand people believe something that have more sense, which you're not necessarily wrong right there. <laughs> you're really not. But um, we'll have someone who has um, experience with handling election as an election day worker to come in and just um, talk about the experiences and furthermore clear up how the whole election day process is like what are they um is like at um at the polls and stuff and in our studio we have a Dane Horton right and he is a shivening scholar and for let me just say shout out to all the shivening scholars who got their results today congratulations to you collect your reparations from England by all means possible all right so big up yourself. And um, Odin worked as a polling station manager 
in a past election. So like him have experience, I would just gonna like give him the room for just introduce himself. So Adin, you know, just introduce Hi, yourself you. to your audience. Hi David, thank you so much for having me on this great podcast. How's everybody doing? <laughs> um as David said, my name is Odin Houghton. I'm currently a evening scholar in the UK. Um and I have worked in the past as a manager of one of the PD stations. Yeah, um, I guess that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. So what I want to ask is, like, what does election, like, what does, when I show up, right, and what am I going to expect? Because I know you can't give overview in, like, the pandemic because, like, the whole sanita- sanitization and stuff, I was still having right, that now, like, right. information about that. But, like, in your experience, like, what 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 does it look like? Like, I show up to vote, walk me through the process. All right. So, based upon what I remember, once you show up, right, you're going to be greeted with a line if you, if you come late. Um, unless you come, like, super early, like, when the, the, the polling division is just being opened. But, you come here, join the line as usual. Try to ensure that you walk with your national ID. That's very important and it's the easiest way to get verified and go and go through. Um, mm-hmm. And ensure that you are going to the right polling division because you can't go the wrong one. If your name is not on the list for that particular polling division, they're not going to accept it. We will send you where you have to go find the actual polling division and, and vote there. It's very important that you vote at the correct one. So you need to mm-hmm. find out exactly before election day where exactly you're going to be voting. You can check that on the ECG website, ECJ website. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just go online, type in your first name, last name, and your date of birth, and it will tell you exactly where you're voting. Um, that wait, 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 one minute, there, one minute. There. Um, I, I, in regards to what he said, um, I've been saying EOJ the whole. I've been saying EOJ the whole podcast. My apologies. ECJ. Um, if you go on your website at ecj.com.jm, like the link is in our bio, Tenement Yard Media bio. Like the link is up there. It's up there. It's pinned. It's pinned. It's somewhere on page. Like the first thing you can see. First, if you click the link and go on the page, it's the first thing on the page. Like you don't have an excuse. It's the first thing on the page. You can see one big fingerprint thumb where say check if you are on the list. Like exactly. just. Type in your name, <laughs> understand? And date of birth, and I use that. You can get everything that you need to know, including a polling division. Like everything you need to know is right there. Understand? Exactly. And this is for persons who register. As I said before, if you never register, your name not gonna depend. Clearly. Yeah, you understand? You have to register by March thirty mm-hmm. first of this year. Okay. So if right. you had registered by March thirty first, then you should be on the list. Right. Um, if you never register by then, that means you, you get what you get. Uh, so, so I show up, I have my ID. Um, right, so you show up, you present your ID, right, and then mm-hmm. the presiding officer that's there is going to give you some. So, I mean, so once you show them your ID, then they're going to check the list to see if you are actually on the list and you're supposed to be at that. Um, polling division. Now, if you don't have your ID, let's say you lost it or you can't find it or whatever the case may be, you can walk with another national ID. So if you have a driver's license, that's fine as well, or your passport, that's also fine. Um, Birth certificate. 
Is no. that is that ID? Birth certificate? No, we would want oh, right. a photo ID so we can look right. at it to see that this is you and the, the ID that you have matched. Because right. what they what we have as the presiding officers there, we have a list, and we're just only working with that list, and mm-hmm. just have your name and perhaps your electoral ID number. So okay. if you don't have that electoral ID, it's very important for your walk with another photo ID, like a driver's license or a passport. So I we can say, okay, yeah, man, it looked like a him and the name is on the list and you're supposed to vote at this polling station. So we can let it through. All right, let me ask a question. You say, this is a government-issued photo ID. Suppose we show up like my U ID. You understand? Or the ID for my work. Like, gonna take that? Um, no, we're no, because I do ID bill, don't come again. I mean, no, not no, they're not supposed to. Based mm-hmm. upon what I remember, you're not supposed to because anybody can get a UE ID, all right, and you can get a name for a UE ID that's not a fair name. You get what I'm saying? So, understand, understand. Right, right. Once it's a government issued photo ID, then it should be fine. Now, right. there are, there's a new system called EVBIS, that's the Electronic Voter Identification Ballot Issuing System, that's E V I B I S. Um, this was a recent thing. So, the EVBIS, um, you don't necessarily even need an ID, but only. A few polling stations will have it. Not all polling stations will have it because it's a new system, as I say. And what will be required, once you go there, you tell them your name, they'll check the list to see if you're on the name. Then you're going to scan. The the presiding officer will tell you to scan your finger on the machine, and then the machine will identify your fingerprints to see if you're actually on the list. And you're eligible to vote at this polling station. So that's a new All right. fancy. All right. Right. So that's why they have your, your remember they might collect your fingerprints. So they do have your mm-hmm. fingerprint on file. So everybody's fingerprint will be in a system. So I don't know the polling stations that will have the machine, but a few poll usually it's the polling stations that get a lot of people. Those ones, because I want a few machines they'll have, they'll put them strategically. Around okay. to a few so we're talking people. like St. Catherine, St. Anne, we have 11, 12 constituencies. It's a large uh, concentration. Perhaps, perhaps, right. So, I mean, only ECJ, ECJ will tell um, where exactly the machines are. But they, they, they have this new system. They probably want, they want to roll it out island-wide, but that's not going to happen for this election. All right, then. Just because so, I right. understand. So, so once your ID has been confirmed, right, mm-hmm then the presiding officer is going to issue you a ballot and the ballot they're going to explain to you that today you'll be voting in the general elections what about read out the protocol you'll be voting there are three candidates on this ballot paper um you will be required to go behind the booth you where mm-hmm. you will find a pencil you can't use your own pencil or your own pen you have to use the one that the, that ECJ provide um for, for various reasons, whether they don't want you to use a pencil with a certain lead that the machine can't go identify. So there's a booth, there's a pencil. You you will be, they explain it to you. So there are three candidates today. You can vote for anyone of your choice. 
um, nobody will see your ballot, nobody will see your vote. You will be required to go behind that booth, use the pencil that's at the booth, make an X, decide whichever one of the names that you want in the box. So there is three names, three box. You click mark an X. Don't put a tick. Don't put a one line. Don't put a question mark. Don't scribble. Just an X. One big X in the box beside the name that you want. So you put an X and they will tell, show you how to fold it. And they will actually fold it for you and give you a folded ballot. So once okay. you, they give you a folded ballot, then they direct you to one of the free booths because they're supposed to be like, I don't know, 10 booths set up in our room. And they mm -hmm. direct you to a booth. You go to a booth, you look, you unfold it, look on the names that's there. You put the X beside in the box beside the one that you want. The boxes are usually on the right-hand side of the paper. The names are on the left-hand side of the paper into the middle and then the box is on the extreme right you put the x there inside the box then you will need to refold that ballot and once you refold that ballot then you bring it back to the same presiding officer that gave it to you now you won't be allowed to leave the booth until you refold it the same way how they folded it and give it to you and that's it once you bring it back to the presiding officer they will take it from you, fold it, and then they will drop it drop it in the ballot box in front of you. Now, they're not going to let you turn your head or leave. You have to watch them actually drop the ballot in the ballot box. And mm -hmm. once they, they're dropping it in the ballot box, they don't fully drop it in there. Like they drop it halfway because while they're dropping it in the ballot box, you'll be asked to put your right index finger in the ink now if you don't want to dip your finger in the ink they can't drop your ballot in the ballot box so okay you kind of have to that that action kind of have to happen simultaneously because they don't want you to come back later on and say you never vote so you have to dip your right index finger in the ink if you don't have a right index finger because some people lose them finger then you have to drop your, your left index finger. If you don't have a left index finger, then they go back to the right middle finger. If you don't have a right middle finger, then they go to the left middle finger and all of those things. So, but one of your finger them, more than likely it's your right index finger. You have to dip it in the ink. So once you dip, they drop it in the box and that's pretty much it. <laughs> more ask some question, but we just know say the problematic, but boy, say I have no hands. Like, has that ever been a situation? Just as I say, just as I say. Just if you don't have any hands, um, what was the procedure for that? There's a procedure for if you don't have any hands at all. I don't remember, I don't quite remember exactly, but um, if you don't have any hands, I think you have to sign or, or somebody has to sign for you oh, or you have to sign to oh. say that you have cast your vote, but something has to be recorded. Um, so that's a longer process, right? All right. Something has to be recorded because somebody's going to mark the X for you. So that person that you're there with has to say, okay, um, this is to say that I voted at this polling division on this day um, around this time. So, yeah, and right. So the, 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 the presiding officer will give you something to write up to have on file to say that this person have a disability 
and they couldn't have dipped their finger or whatever it is. However, okay. they did cast their vote. Understand. And for persons who are like of elderly age, so we are talking like persons who are like 90, you know, let me not say. People who. Oh, Jesus. God. The word upon my tip of my tongue, it just not roll off. Like people who are like in age, like old and need assistance. Wow. Um, how do I declare? Is, is there a process where I declare that? my granddaughter my daughter is coming with me in the booth to vote um to to do to do the process for me is is right. how do I, how, how does is that work? A, there is a process for that um the presiding officer will help determine that in a, in in addition with the manager so your grandfather grandma they have to physically be there and declare to say that this oh, is situation. so, so can't you can't just show and be like i'm i'm if you take five years to walk behind the booth, you have to walk with them <laughs> behind the booth and you stand yeah. there with them and you yeah. ask them which one do they want, they will tell you and you have to mark it there. They have to watch you mark it mm-hmm. and then fold it and do the same procedure, dipping the finger. Now, and is there some of the times they, they come by themselves and they can't manage and they say they want somebody to help them. The presiding officer can also help them, but the presiding officer has to do the same procedure. You have to ask Mm -hmm. them, which one of these would you want? Read out the names. There's Michael Manley. Um, He is for the PNP. There's Edward Siaga. He is for the PNP. (laughs) There's Pastor Wilson. He is for the JPP. Right. So you have to read out all of them and ask which one of them would you want? And the one that they indicate, then you mark the X in front of them, fold it back, and yeah, the same procedure. Uh, so I have a question. For all of that procedure, is it the is it my grandmother who dip her finger or me? No, your grandmother dip her finger. All right, that's uh, okay, cool. All right, so um, another thing, and I don't think I have an answer to this, but just for saying, it's a pandemic, and we saw Trinidad election that went, and Trinidad had this whole um process of it. it was extremely long. But it was effective. And I think, um, I don't know if there's going to be like a consultant who come down to Jamaica and help leave it. Come down from Trinidad. Come up to Jamaica. Come down. Yo, I know. I know. Oh, the direction. Oh, oh. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Trinidad is so. No, yeah. So, all right. So, one of my friends, um, and big up, big up everybody. They know themselves. Um, when she voted, it was, you sanitize your hand before. Dipping the your sanitizer hand before vote, dip your finger in and then sanitize after. And um apparently there have been some couple of rumors going around that there are chemicals in the ink that destroy bacteria. Don't know about that, but as soon as the government or the ECJ have released um documents detailing about the whole sanitization process of voting, you don't know so that have before. I got a fit phone, so just hold on, pan, hold on, pan a small snippet there. A question I'm gonna think about. All right, so um, so I don't vote now, um, Odin, and mm-hmm. wow, that's it. My feet forgot my yard, right? My can turn back in and be like, no, 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 I'm not really like a person no more. Like, mm-hmm. it done once you drop in a box and you dip your finger, it done. That's that it, yeah, that's it, that's it. All right, so yeah, in next general election. <laughs> Right. So understand that process. Um, is there anything else that um you want to tell persons, especially like first time voters who are like extremely excited about like elections and, and 
all of this yeah um the what only thing i'd say is that you know it's it's it this is uh you don't get to do this a lot of times in your lifetime because as you know it's every four to five years um and you never know what can happen within that time that you wait so it's very important that you make use of the opportunity and exercise your franchise a lot of young people nowadays think that their vote don't necessarily matter at the end of the day because you know their voices aren't be heard, being heard and they aren't seeing anything happening around them but really and truly if a thousand people had the same mentality then how is it that we're going to effect change and see the change that we want what we should be doing is that we should be following these politicians seeing what exactly they're planning mm-hmm. go to the rallies if they have rallies and actually ask them question in front of everybody put them on the spot to say that you know i've been living in this constituency for 10 years and xyz hasn't happening what exactly are your plans and you haven't done it before so what can you do differently mm-hmm. going forward mm-hmm. put them on the spot so be involved in the process and exercise your right because it is your right and you only get to do this once every four to five years so why not yeah they're going to make the rules anyway regardless of if you vote or if so mm-hmm. might as well you put in your little piece in that pot it will definitely make a difference small small cocoa full basket as them say definitely 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 and i just want to say even if you don't vote like that's still a vote i mean nobody make you feel bad because you don't vote understand like <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly there are so many there, there's multiple one more time reasons that people don't vote like if you decide to you're not voting then it's fine like them got to care a prime minister regardless what mp can't win regardless like yeah exactly. and just because you don't vote that doesn't mean the, 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 the member of parliament is not supposed to represent you understand like y'all pay them y'all pay tax like they exactly. represent you so yeah don't make nobody feel make you feel bad about that as well and also like i'm pleading to survive listening um Oden says something very important put these politicians on the spot more wanting to know so we'll reach out to them people you know we reach out to them people like from me so when people not reply to me so there's going to be a there's going to be some politicians who are going, you're going to hear in the upcoming days and weeks coming on the podcast and talking about their plans for their constituents especially new mps I understand them gonna come and them gonna talk but this is some of them me don't know i'm afraid of it and i'm such a nice person probably i'm a vice frightened of them me don't know i'm really a nice person I can't do nobody nothing so like just at least like at them on twitter you understand and ask what do you plan to do about this if they not do it they must come at, they must come at your gate i guarantee you them three weeks yeah, they must go up at your gate ask them ask the question why the road no fix you understand if they might go around go around go around yeah, yeah. why the road why the road why why that's even a road mm-hmm. understand the thing look like a face full of acne i'll be your old like come on what go on you understand so put them on the spot why you not have water you understand if it's an issue where is really national water commission is the issue then the mp can't really help you with that they only can provide storage but still like be realistic you understand be realistic you get me a chance to say when you ask them certain things mother's are sick because some people ask there are multitudes of issues that is really and truly impossible so most important just put them on the spot and ask and then if a politician is listening to this or someone from the jlp pmp jpp the unc which i met someone from the podcast just corrected me is united independence congress 
right? They register last year. If one of them come on your gate and, and, and you know, them are going to tell them, you can come on a Checkmate podcast, you understand? And tell us your plans, you understand? Um, I'm a youth voter. I don't know what I'm voting for. Can you go on the Checkmate podcast, understand? And for 15 minutes, tell us your plans. <laughs> like, because clearly we now we're clear them the answer to me. So that would be great. That's that's me asking the general public, you know, hold your politicians accountable. So, yeah, that's our podcast, you know, and big up Odin for really like guiding us through the, in basically walk with through the whole process, which I'm forever grateful. Um, um So, don't well. be scared. Um, Odin, what, what kind of timeline we are looking at? Like, legit, all I'm going to say about this one. I don't want to ask. Like, all I'm going to say um, Well, go early. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, the stations usually open at about 8 o'clock, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, get there from 7.30 if you can, if you don't want to wait. So if you get there before 8 o'clock, um, they'll open at 8 o'clock and you will be one of the first persons. If you go, like in the evening when them soon lock, let's believe yeah. you're still on a long line. you probably stand up out there for like an hour and a half, two hours. That's uh, if people come out because it's COVID-19. Not everybody mm-hmm. wants to come out and vote this time around. Um, especially given you know some people probably have issues and all of those things, but um, on a, in a normal circumstances, there there there's quite a bit of a wait, especially in the afternoon when you know people are leave work for those who went to work or in the lunchtime hour. Usually, if people are leave them lunch break to go vote or whatever the case may be, but in all the right. morning time, no, not really. There's not a lot of people. It's very slow, so. All right, understand, understand, well, understand. Not going to spend more than fifteen minutes. All right, got you, got you, got you. So that's good to know. All right, so guys, yeah, that's the episode. Big up Odin again. Um, I know I can't end things. I've said this many times. I cannot end an episode. But before I go, remember ECJ. That JM. No, ECJ.com. That JM. The link on the home page. The link I got up on the page. So just follow Tenement Media underscore on Twitter. I link on the home page. Press the link. Go up on the page. Press the look a thing with a thumb there. It's the first thing on the page. The first thing on the page. You understand me? I try to say, and look where you, if you're registered, just look. Just look and find out. Also, also, if you're going to vote, wear a mask. If you're going to rally, wear a mask. You understand? And don't, don't do that thing that you say what on social media. I run out on a happy go lucky. Like, there's, we're still in a pandemic. You understand? We're still in a pandemic. So just remember that. Um, be safe the next time when you hear from we probably tomorrow <laughs> probably Friday you understand but I definitely sometime this week um, definitely want to thank everyone and every single person who definitely came out and just like you know supported the podcast from February because but this season this season our season understand how we are running off this especially how we have all the intels and everything you know we're going to dissect every single thing so yeah, uh, big up all the day one supporters and also again follow us at Tenement Yard Media underscore. Um, if you want to follow me because I like my voice, um, you can follow me at JTPG <laughs> David. That's David with a E D A V E Y. And you also can follow Odin on uh, at Odin on O D A Y N E H A U G H T O N on all platforms, right? So, yeah, so that's our episode, guys. Walk safe, be safe in these streets, and yeah, just remember ecj.com.gm. 
for your vote. And if you don't, still don't want to go on the website, you can at us and tell us where you live, and we will answer the questions for you. Right? So, yeah. Everybody. Myself, and I will see you guys later. Take them for dead with poor paper with a better approach. Oh, you mean? First class from coach. Hey.